Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey, folks, thanks for joining Pastor Max Buchanan and myself today. We are uh, in studio and sharing a message that we started this last week for a couple days that's talking about supernaturally being supernaturally charged. If you missed the last couple shows, it was the first message in the series that we're sharing about the Holy Spirit of God in our lives and how naturally, how supernaturally He charges us to be incredible people, making a terrific difference in the world. You know, over the course of time, we you know we study what God has has for us. We try to be effective for Him. But I can tell you something more that very important for us to understand is in our lives we don't want to put out the Spirit's fire. We want to be alive with His Spirit moving forward in the best way we know how. And uh, last week we shared chapters of Acts and talked about how the Holy Spirit uh, descended on the people. But before I read the Scripture today, I want to talk a little bit about the church of Thessalonica. It was a capital capital city of Macedonia in the northern part of Greece. The modern city of Thessalonica makes Thessalonica one of the cities with continuous history over the years. It was full of hot springs, which was known it was named Therma until around 315 B.C. when the name was changed to Thessalonica, named after the half-sister of Alexander the Great. Now, I didn't know that until you studied, Max, uh, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but I think uh, that's an interesting name for a, a lady anyway. But uh, <laughs> I guess you name your kids all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But it was a thriving city because it was a great location, the highway connecting Rome to Constantinople. This city was perfect for Paul's strategy as a bridge from the east, a bridge to the east to the west. And you can start, find that story, the church plant in Luke and also in Acts chapter 17, 1 through 9. The church began with its fair share of trouble. In fact, Paul and uh, Silas were forced to leave that. You remember that, Max? Yeah. And studying that. And- yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, they were forced to to, <laughs> to leave from Thessalonica, but. Yeah, it, it, Thessalonica is just an interesting church and an interesting place in general. Well, yeah, when you think of the history and, and everything around it, you know, and that, but that's just like a lot of places in America. Mm-hmm. We got all sorts of history and weird things. You think back in the uh, 1600s and all the pilgrim days and uh, you know how that happened and mm-hmm. and uh, coming over to America and and making a difference and how the they had different. Different areas had different things in common, and mm-hmm. and you know what we in our lives uh, we're around people all the time that think differently and different cultures. You know, one of the things that I, I've told this audience many times, Max, is one of the things I've always enjoyed doing was uh, visiting the Amish, and so I've kind mm-hmm. of had a fetish with Amish over the years. <laughs> in fact, I I never forget the one of the trips we came back, and my daughter called me on the phone and said, Dad. I won't be calling because I want to be, be Amish for a while. <laughs> and so I went home. She tried to live Amish lifestyle. No no TV, no radio, no communication. And <laughs> and so I went home later that night, and I said, well, Kaylee, how's the how's being Amish going? She said, oh, I couldn't stand it, Dad. I had to, <laughs> I had to get off that. But, you know, there's uh, there, it's a different uh, feel for people. Mm-hmm. One reason I like the Church of God, the church that we're pastors of, is because we're a church made up of all believers, from Protestant to Catholic, from Charismatic to non-Charismatic, from Wesleyans to Calvinist. If I took a survey of, of the of the people in our uh, church, we'd be shocked to know how many backgrounds there are. I mean, it's an amazing amount of backgrounds. But you know what? The great news is all those that believe in Jesus are heaven-bound. Yeah, He's not saying you have to be this doctrine or that doctrine or this church or that church or Calvinist or Wesleyan. 
says, you need to believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, he died uh, for your sins and he rose again. And in the church, you know, we have a lot of people who believe different things about situational things, you know, about uh, Pentecostism, uh, Pentecostalism, about end times, you know, all sorts of things. But you know, the important thing is, sometimes we leave it out, is where are you at with Jesus Christ? Where's your relationship with Jesus Christ? I'm always concerned. I got people, all they want to do is talk to me about doctrine. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it kind of just it kind of bogs you down because you just feel like you're missing so much of the point. You're like, where is the gospel in all of this, right? And that's what's interesting about First uh, Thessalonians. I was just pulling up some of my notes from when I taught through the book. Um, what's interesting about it is Paul is writing, like you were saying, to this young church, but it was a church that he generally, like, genuinely just loved, right? It wasn't like they were with, they, you know, they're sinners. They're a bunch of people just like we are. But for the most part, he's saying, I love you guys. He's encouraged by them, and he wants to encourage them too. He says he loves them like how a mother cares for their newborn child. That's in chapter two. He literally says that. He's like, I, I treat you guys like this. This is a joy and an honor to be with you guys in your infancy and, and be a part of this uh, you know, church plant that's going on here. And so I just find that always interesting is it's a church that Paul loved. Mm-hmm. And it was a young church. Mm-hmm. And so he was trying to encourage them. You know, in fact, he wrote in First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 16 through 22, he said, rejoice always. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the Spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. Now, I like that. Just taking that apart for a moment, Max. Uh, He says, rejoice always. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, there's many times in life that we don't necessarily like to rejoice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and especially during this last uh, four months. Mm-hmm. I mean, this hasn't been the most rejoicing months that we've ever experienced. No, hasn't necessarily been the most fun. I just love how this lays out prayer for us. It lays out, you know, a relationship with God. He's saying, ultimately, we need to have our, our focus, we need to be focused in on heaven. And he's talking to, to these people in Thessalonica. And what's interesting about this is what you were talking about is in Acts chapter 17 kind of shows the foundation of the church. And it says here um, that in chapter 2, as uh, as was his custom, Paul went to the synagogue and he, on three Sabbaths. So he's only there like three weeks really before you know he had to get out of there and get away. And so it's kind of interesting because he only has a, such a short period of time with this church. Right. And then he goes away and he's encouraged that they're still following his teaching. So like yeah. you were saying, it was a super young church and he's writing back and sending this you know uh, letter back back to them. And so it would have been just, it would have almost been nerve wracking. He constantly goes, okay, I'm encouraged that you guys are continuing to, to follow the faith, even though I only had three, you know, weeks with you, you know, give or take only a few times with you guys. Well, obviously they seem to get it. Yeah. I mean, that's something. If you get a church that takes like that, Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a church that's been going for years and years. They may not get it. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's frustrating, but he says, rejoice always. And he says, pray continually. Mm Mm-hmm. In other words, keep praying. Folks, I think that is the key to this whole thing is praying. We've got to keep praying. We've got to be people of prayer, lifting up the needs of each other. We've been praying a lot for different people in the church because uh, they've had several situations. We've we've prayed uh, the COVID thing for four or five people that are dealing with the possibilities and, and praying for those that have it and praying for those that have got sick through this and nobody seems to care because everybody's so worried about the COVID. So we got to pray continually. We get to give thanks in all circumstances. I like that word all. Yeah. Not in some, not in a few, mm-hmm. but in whatever the circumstances are in life, give thanks because you're alive. 
you live in the greatest country in the world, you have a lot to give thanks for. Mm -hmm. He said, because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So, you know, giving thanks in all circumstances is God's will. Yeah, yeah, that's what's interesting is like, I there's so much speculation around what's God's will. And and what's interesting is it led me down a path to really try to to understand God's will, you know, because you, you kind of get some different ideas and, and uh, you know, some different pastors kind of throw out some different ideas on what it means. And I think that we kind of almost see it as like a connecting of the dots, like one of those little things. I think John MacArthur has a good, uh, like, analogy for that, where he was like, if Sometimes life feels like that, uh, where you're like scribbling these dots through trying to make the bigger picture. And he says, we have to zoom out from that and realize what God's will actually is. And in this particular instance and throughout scripture, there's really practical things for us to align ourselves with God's will. This is telling it for us to pray, you know, consistently to get in line with God and then also just have a grateful and joyful attitude in all circumstances, just the way it's echoed in James and, and throughout scripture, even in, uh, uh, even in Philippians and different stuff like that, he, has, he calls us to to be about it. And then he says, this is the will of God, saying, like, these are these are the ways that's going to help you connect those dots in life, right? Like, these are the ways that you know you're aligning yourself with God and that you're walking with him is by just doing simply what he says in order to, you know, you know kind of go in the way in which he's calling you to go in. And so I just always find that kind of interesting, and I just love the way that this puts it here. In and then first he says, do not quench the spirit. Yeah. Do not do something that's going to dampen the Spirit of God. In mm -hmm. fact, uplift the Spirit of God. Allow the Spirit of God to work. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Test all the prophecies. You know, a lot of people tell you things. Oh, a prophet told me this. Or this. You know, you hear all these mm -hmm. things. I'm telling you what, if it doesn't line up with the Word of God, run as fast as you can. Yeah, that's when we go ahead and throw it out. It's kind of interesting, too. And uh, it's funny because, you know, you hear different people talk about prophets and prophecy and stuff. It's like, go read the Old Testament. They got killed a lot. And so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, thank God that I'm not, I'm not a prophet in that sense. But I just, I, I love that we have the word of God. You know, there, it takes the guessing out of the game because we don't, you know, we don't have to uh, really like worry, okay, is this that or we can always go back to scripture because scripture is not going to lie to us. And he goes on to say, he said, hold on to what is good. Yeah. Hold on to that what is good. The things you've learned, the things you know from the word of God, hold on to them. But he says this, reject every kind of evil. Mm -hmm. Anything that is not of God, reject it. Yeah. You know, and too many people in this world, they give into it. They give into sin and they justify sin instead of running from sin. People, if you're dealing with sin in your life or people that are dealing with sin in your life and they're trying to justify their lifestyle, whatever it is they're dealing with, folks, I'm telling you what, get away from it. Stand stand your ground. You reject any kind of evil. You know, he says, yes, uh, the church uh, is to rejoice always. Remember, he told the Philippian church the same thing. He should rejoice because you know our Savior lives and he gives us that hope for tomorrow, to give thanks in all circumstances, not in few, but in all. Yes, even when things are not perfect, you know, and things aren't always perfect in your life. They're not always perfect in my life. Give thanks because Jesus is with you, and he will never leave you alone. Remember, you, he has given you the Holy Spirit of God to abide in you. Be careful about being judgmental. I take uh, that from not treating prophecies with contempt. I know one thing I'm certainly careful about is saying that God told me something. I, I, you just don't hear me say that. It's not a term <laughs> yeah. I use. Yeah. I don't want to be uh, God to get to heaven and say, or if I get to heaven, say, I never told. What do you mean I told you that? Yeah. You know, sometimes people use that because you can't argue with it. You know, yeah. What do you argue with? Yeah. But we just get to put our trust 
and our faith in God, and he will lead us. Thanks, Max. Yeah. Folks, thanks for joining us today. I pray you have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.